This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you? If people send you the same generic conversation starters, they message everyone else. Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello and welcome back to the amazing Watcher Crappen's Reality Gaze crossover event. We are recapping ladies of the 80s or ladies from the 80s. A Divas ladies Christmas. Of, okay. Ladies of the 80s, a Divas ladies. Christmas. We are this is our third this is part 3 of our multi-episode recap. <laughs> um we have recapped 45 seconds of the movie over the course of two episodes so far. Um, it's been that vivid and there's been that much to say. I'm Ben Mandelker. That's Ronnie Karam, Jake Anthony, and Matt Marr. We're all here together. Are we ready to dive back into this the cinematic masterpiece? Because this, this is where uh, the whole thing heats up for me. Yeah. Um, but not in a good way. <laughs> We're talking about love, y'all. Talking about love. So this British guy who turns out actually to be Australian, but at this point in the movie, he's actually still British because that's mm -hmm. where his accent is. Um, he's he's walking around the set, which is also where they're all going to be sleeping in this the house. It's a, yes, it's they're, a house. They're all sleeping here. <laughs> they're all sleeping on the set. It it might as well be like a space station. The way that the way it feels, how, how it feels like they're so separate from everything on top of a mountain in Malibu, and the the rest of the world doesn't exist. It's only Alec Mappa via phone or one of their relatives. Yes, that, that's so. So this this guy who is the writer producer of a special bringing back to tie up some loose ends from a soap opera called The Great Lakes, which was canceled at some time before Y two K. Someone thirty years later was like, "We need to tie this up." So they're gonna have a, a special, and this and this guy Alex is the writer writer producer writer producer. And he's there, and all of a sudden, this little coffee truck pulls up. You think, oh, great, craft services here. That's what Perfect. I thought. Yeah, a little a little truck comes up, <clears throat> and he's like, excuse me, you can't park that. What do you think you're doing? This is a real movie. <laughs> and then a girl steps out, and she goes, Alex? And she goes, she's like, Nail? And they're surprised to see each other, which is funny, because since he's the producer, he's surprised to see that who this person is. He hired is. her. He literally he called actually her hired her. 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 <laughs> And what they knew each other here? in college, and they were more than friends, and he has been expecting her. But he's right. still surprised to see her. I don't think yes. that had been decided at this point in shooting, because this movie is like what we did as kids, where we're like, we're making a movie. Get That's me exactly a video what, yeah. camera. And we just <laughs> walked around the house making the different now, rooms our scene. Uh, now our you're the girl. Room. You're going to be the girl now. Now you're the girl, and you're like the, you're the villain. You're My the sister, we show killed up. in every play. We killed her in every play. I was like, okay. And then Carly comes in, and then we kill her. And she's still traumatized. She brings it up to her kid. She's like, well, at least your your brother doesn't murder you in plays. <laughs> Get over it. We're old. <laughs> wow, that's a, that's a so, lot to store. So this girl Nell, she that she gets out of she gets out of this truck. So you're thinking at this point she is craft service because she's literally in a cinnamon rolls and coffee truck. Yeah, and she gets Purple out and they and hug. Beanie. Yeah. Yeah. And she's very like, you know, spunky gal who drives around a you know, she's a, 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 not a like truck. other girls. No, um, she's not. In yeah, this, she's not like other girls. She knows she's like sports. Like guys. She's got this also she doesn't have purple hair. She has blonde hair with two purple two purple Thank you. by the way, Thank just to you. correct. Like raccoon tails, like two purple raccoon tails. Yes. And so they hug and he's like, You smell good. You you smell you smell great actually. And she goes, Yeah. Like cinnamon rolls and coffee. <laughs> yeah, my uncle lent me his wheels since he's not working during the holidays. And I'm kind of in between cars and jobs and boyfriends. And that was too information, but I'll give you some more. You didn't need to know that. Sorry, I'm talking too much. Nervous <laughs> habit. Um, Q, Q3 minutes of exposition that made my head spin around. 
Now, My who God. here is like still angry that they set up some sort of whimsical story with the cinnamon rolls and coffee truck that literally never comes never. back after the scene. You know, no, it's you, not you, like she brings do, them together with cinnamon rolls. She doesn't no, serve but you coffee. See them, you see them eating cinnamon rolls in a montage later on, but that's oh, and it's a right. green cinnamon roll. It made no sense. One of the most it's frustrating no things about this movie. Um, one of them. Also, it's the idea that she, <laughs> wait for it, this is the film's, the special's director. This is the director. Oh my god! And okay, what? she's also had a film at Sundance, and she's like, "Wait a minute, you followed my career." <laughs> okay. yeah, we're not joking. Sundance, you didn't watch the movie. This happened. Now, by the way, this is a great commentary about um, women female directors in Hollywood because this is actually probably the trajectory. You know, like if you're a man, if you're a male director in Hollywood and you directed a movie that like cost the studio five billion dollars, I'm like, great. Here's Jurassic Park you'll three. Get, you'll get hired <laughs> again. Yeah. If you're a woman who did well in Sundance, they're like, um, can you direct uh, Morgan Fairchild in something in a house? Well, I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to take away that theory from you because I think that that's actually a real life theory. But as far as this character goes, I just don't think she has good ideas because she's <laughs> literally driving around selling carbs in L.A. Like, do you have one good idea in you? Yeah, just one. And apparently, a lot of times directors are given a script ahead of time. And they have ideas. <laughs> yes. She just kind of showed up. She shows uh, up. It's like an improv director. She just this, goes in the moment. I, yeah. She just said he was, called her on the cinnamon farm, the cinnamon bun farm, and she just got in her truck and came <laughs> right over. Like, what am I going to direct? He's like, I really don't know, but I've got a bunch of ladies upstairs. I also I've, have a, I have a real problem with glamorizing this woman's profession because female directors no director is dressed this way. <laughs> like this is again way too uh, the beanie I could see, but the shirts should have like coffee stains, yeah. and and the, the jeans should be torn up. She should not look good. Just her hair Google should not look Penny Marshall to put together. Yeah, exactly. Like Penny Marshall. Penny Marshall. Another but, R.I.P. Um, have, you seen, but, have you seen the behind the scenes of Barbie? Greta Gerwig looks like trash. <laughs> She was and working. she tell you that. Yes. Um, well, to be fair, uh, I'm not actually you know not to be fair. This is ridiculous. <laughs> this is a moment. Okay. Don't this be was fair. also, by the way, this was a lifetime. This was clearly a lifetime moment where they said to the writers, okay, we read your pilot. Uh, we're not going to do this, but we want to turn this into a holiday movie. So can you just make this more Christmassy? And they're like, um, I don't know. She shows up with like cinnamon roll truck and she smells like christmas love it put that in there put that in there right now so then we get her exposition which oh. is hilarious and it's very oh. young guys just in case anybody doubts that these people are young lovers okay she goes yes. yeah i'm so happy to direct this and make some magic with you again it's been five years three days four hours <laughs> not that i confirmed our history on my iPad. iCloud. <laughs> iCloud. Because this is 2023. <laughs> this is 2023. I went to my iCloud to confirm my history. I mean, come on. And she's like, you look the same. Older, but the same. I just met, you matched your vision, you know, from you know. our heydays in, in college. Yeah. You were Have such you a ever heard a young actor. person say, wow, you, you remind me of our heydays. I'm, I'm awkward. What do I say? Show me no. your dick. This. I remember when we were in introduction to iCloud class and you sat next to me. <laughs> you wish you showed me all those we Cassavetes films. Yeah, we were getting our iPhones fixed at the Windows place. And <laughs> the, Zoom, Windows the Zoom rang and I saw a video from the camcorder in my mailbox door bounce all right i remember through this remember when we both logged into TikTok at the same time in the <laughs> middle of icloud class yes mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> she's like i knew that we were gonna be good dates the second that we did <laughs> during a TikTok arm dance only um did you guys this whole exposition that she did went on and he like gave a little bit in here and, and like answered questions but you know, like when you're eating like a meal of like heavy meat with like roasted root vegetables <laughs> and you're eating it and you know you have to eat it. But like you're so tired from chewing 
or just eating this food, everything that she said, I was just like, I'm exhausted by this yeah. exposition. It was well, one of the worst exposition I've ever she heard. She was also like neurotic. She was like, I mean, I remember from our iCloud. I mean, I confirmed it. Not that I confirmed it. Five years, four months, three days to be exact. I'm about to do a rent song. Huh? And like, you know, you really <laughs> match the vision I had. And oh my God, like, oh, like I, like it was a vision. I, I mean, I, I may have put my, our student film in my, in my director's cl- director's reel. I mean, yeah, I but, didn't, but I did. <laughs> and you were so talented. Like, I remember you. I remember you. Close up on your butt. It- Oh, yeah, we'll get to that. Instead of like carrying the character and making her this kind of weird, neurotic director, we dropped she that. totally drops that the rest of the film, and then she's <laughs> yeah. just like a normal well, person. Well, she had a makeover. You know, she's it's like, part I'm of just a makeover. A girl who needs a okay. boy. That and, that, and that was not lost. The makeover was not lost on me. <laughs> well, the story is she's like, it. we were in college, remember? And you were my handsome leading man. It's not every day someone gets a child actor to star in their movie. Fuck you talking about literally every so day. you are you're so talented yeah. i'm so shocked that you quit acting and left school like that look at me dropping plot like that this is awkward so wait you were so close and you're so hip with all the social you never found out why he left school. it was your like no. your boyfriend no, no. and you That's, never knew why he this, left school you like were, you couldn't you, look also, up on his facebook Literally, you can get a child actor to be in your student movie any day. Call up Wesley from Mr. Belvedere. I guarantee he's ready to work. <laughs> ready to I'll work. tell Wesley. you who, who's doing. Haley Joel Osment will be there in five fucking minutes. All right? Just say his name. <laughs> he's probably under my They're bed They're not right working. Now. He's probably in your bed right now. The, um, the, can we? I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, just, I was, I was going to talk about I, what's I next. Wanna, I just want to talk about just these no. histories. No, I'm, I can't. I, I, I need to talk about this collected history and see if I'm getting this right, uh, that these two people have. So he was a child actor from Australia and he kind of grew up around these women and they taught right. him these things and they taught him. So he was, he was on the, on this soap as a child actor, Jimmy, let's say Billy. And he finished that when the show went away, he went to college in America where he met purple. Juilliard. Yeah. Julie, yeah, he went to Juilliard, of course. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm layering and, that part in. I'm and they became, in. and they were both acting majors, but she was a directing major. And he was, as she said, he was an incredible actor. And then he yeah, decided to stop acting as he says, oh, I, I just need to follow this up. She gives him a star. Um, and he says, oh, just like the one your mom gave gave you the one that you had on your christmas tree again to make it christmasy the one that you had on your christmas tree in the dorms <laughs> because we were in college together mm-hmm. and and remember and i'm like so you're a metallologist now you can smelt things okay this i'm not gonna go fully but this upset me because i just talked about this on the pod there is an tree epidemic toppers. of terrible tree toppers in America right now. No <laughs> one can find actual good tree toppers. And for this I've given bitch, up. Matt, given for up, as I, long as I've known you, you have complained about not being able to find a decent top. Like it's you've true. Never uh, and here we are all this time true. later, and you're still bringing it. Because the ones that fuck you good take your money. And vice <laughs> doesn't work out that way. Anyway, so I do think I still want to make a company called From Bottom to Top tree toppers mm. from a bottom because i think i can make these way better but i'm not a metallurgist like this one this is very very hard Did craft work smell? No, by the way like with a hammer yes. she listen you know metallurgy i mean she's out of work she has time on her hands okay but by the way um what i really appreciate about this exposition was they really set up that he was a talented actor at one point in his life and that he had stopped for some unknown reason <laughs> and i was really happy to know that by the end of this movie he would regain his love of acting and reprise his role except it never nope. happens but do we find they just set him on do- an arc do we find out? We do find out later why he quit acting. But again, not a satisfying reason. Not a holiday cheerful moment. So anyway, no. so now, so she goes inside the house because she has to pee because she had too many lattes. Oh um, my god! Like, oh my god! Like, what did girls say? They're like, what did girls say? 
Okay. What? Um, I've got to go inside because I just drank too much velvet. The writers googled no, no, what a girl. Young girl. Young girl. Egg. They just looked up basic white girl, and they're like pumpkin, pumpkin spice latte. And you're not Do drinking you pumpkin, pumpkin spice latte spice at Christmas. Latte. That's not what you're drinking at Christmas. At Christmas exactly. As you're at the peppermint. Thank you for saying that. Yeah. So anyway, so and I don't even know why do we even need this transition because she's like, oh my god, I just downed an entire spiced coffee and I gotta go pee. So then they cut to her coming out of the bathroom where you know she shat her brains out. Let's be honest, it was <laughs> yeah, coffee. I I personally don't think that they thought they didn't think the audience could handle her any longer <laughs> because it was so dense what she just said and I was like, oh, I hate this person Maybe. already. And they said they're going to hate her. How do we get them back in the film? Let's just do a weird not centered close up on this guy's ass for like 45 minutes. I thought it was the Mandy Patinkin guy again who had just dropped another ornament. I was like, oh that God. That would have been funny. <laughs> but by the way, I actually have a theory that that was just the actress saying, hey guys, I'm sorry, I really have to go pee. And they're like, keep it in, keep it in, that's character building. <laughs> so he's, what did he say? Like my mom would love it. Oh, cause she goes, oh, and also the star is five. It's a five point star to represent all the five ladies, all the five, the five ladies. ladies. How five many fucking ladies. points is it normally going to have? What are you talking about? <laughs> Who puts it's a that 20 six, point star on a Christmas you tree? You can't do oh. my tree. I have a, you can't do this kind. I don't know what it's called. It's like a, more like a, I don't know. Like a 20 point star but to a, represent the entire yeah. cast of dynasty. But a, but a normal star has like five. I think she was going deeper than than she needed to. Yeah, especially I think she was. I think she was. Where he went, you know. No, she was like, backpedaling because she realized she was coming off a little too wild by giving him this like childhood star, and then so then she was like, uh, yeah, it's uh, thematic. It represents the five ladies coming back. She's like, woo, saved myself on that one. She's a terrible person that she never cared about his mother dying. We don't know well, that yet. Know. He ghosted her. Ghosting yet. is no. It's the that's ghost what I'm Christmas saying. Past. Like, how did it's a big piece of news we don't, to not. We have don't heard, know that you know his mother I mean? died. So she right, doesn't but, like, know. How that does the she not died? hear no. that from somebody from school? Then, you know then, what I mean? If she's like, like, your boyfriend, I heard. Why did she just say, "I got the star"? By the way, how, what did she said? Like, how's your mom? Listen, she was too busy at the Sundance Institute. She kind of her short film was accepted there. She like, does a so nod much. to your mom, she who's surely so watching much. from. Oh, I guess he doesn't post on social media. I, I don't. Know. I hated her so much after this scene. I was infuriated. I didn't love her. She also, the, as an actor, she would say lines, and then the, at the end of the line, it would oh, oh, it's the, it's that casual style of acting. Even the women had to say later on, "You need to say that you want something." Yeah, I'm like, speak up. So like, what so did what? she say? What did he say here? She's like, this is a nod to your mom, Shirley, who's watching at home. And he's, she's like, I love her, whatever. And he goes, sad, my mom would love that. it. But how about that? He's like, I didn't email you. My mom isn't coming because no, of no, business. Julie, what? No, Julie, what happened he here? He says, oh, about that thematic part about the five women coming back. Juliet isn't coming. She has a business commitment with so two confused. people on a Zoom in Japan, and she can't get out of it. The women, so, but don't worry, the women are showing up. And after working with them for many years on the soap, I know their every need, and I strategically arrive them, uh, schedule them to arrive in twenty-two minute intervals. So basically, explaining why they all show up one at a time. It it is okay. it is so it goes above and beyond for exposition and it's almost like they had some horrific fact checker going yes. through this script and going nope that's not gonna work that's time. that doesn't make blah, sense blah, blah. realistically the women would all arrive at the same time they have a call like, time they'd all show up like, at the same time just have them show up one by one we're never gonna question it like yeah it was it was it I don't yeah. uh, this is when this is when I said I started to think. Oh, this is not going to be that fun. <laughs> like, this, this was the moment where I went, oh, fuck. <laughs> well, well, I I had that moment in about three seconds when Lonnie Anderson shows said, yeah. up. And yes. I was just, Lily, you're here. She goes, I came directly from Borneo. I thought, okay. <laughs> Take that, you corrupt scoundrels. And you can bite me, you malicious miscreants. Poodle, you look so happy. Oh, are you enjoying your favorite pastime, which is sending nudes to all the husbands who marry your exes? No, Maddie, I only do that on Sundays. 
However, I am sticking it to the man thanks to rocket money. Corporate overlords aren't pulling the wool over this poodle's eyes. Wouldn't a poodle be fur, not wool? Don't kill my buzz. I am so happy that rocket money is saving me money on subscriptions I forgot about and some that I even paid twice for. Imagine what Mother Poodle would say. What are you, Jaybird, made of money? Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. So it makes sense. Really? The goal of these companies? Did you know that I was paying for one of these streaming subscriptions three times? I'm being taken advantage of! Um, are you sure you didn't have three of the same subscription because you have so many email aliases that you don't know how to keep up with them, and when you forgot your password, which you do all the time, you re-sign up under a different email? Uh, I will not let your pessimism, albeit truthful, ruin my joy. How can I be upset when Rocket Money is saving me so much money? Well, Poods, you're not alone. Did you know that most Americans think they spend about $62 per month on subscriptions? But, get this, the real number is closer to $300. That is literally thousands of dollars a year, half of which we've probably forgotten about. Oh, God, you mean there's more? (laughs) I feel like a leprechaun staring at a newfound pot of gold. I'm proud for you. But really, now that we've been on tour, things have been so hectic. And Rocket Money has been great for me because sometimes I'm not the best at checking my bank statements or I only look when something is wrong. But now that I'm using Rocket Money, it does all that for me so I don't have to worry about it. Yes, and canceling subscriptions is so easy. I love the Rocket Money dashboard. I can see all my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, Rocket Money can help me cancel it with a few taps. It's so convenient. Rocket Money will even try to negotiate lower bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is submit a picture of your bill, and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They'll deal with the customer service for you. And sissies, Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 billion in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $700 dollars a year when using all of the app's features. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash realitygaze. That's rocketmoney.com slash realitygaze. Rocketmoney.com slash realitygaze. Well, I guess that's just money down the drain. Wasteful. Oh, and look at this one. That's a goner too. I guess I'm in the business of just throwing money away now. Cool. Poots, are you okay? Yes, I'm fine. It's just that my entire summer wardrobe is ruined. What happened? Well, I normally can't put any of my summer clothes in the dryer. Because they're so cheap they'll fall apart. Maybe. But I was thinking about tour costumes and I wasn't paying attention. And when I did my laundry, I mistakenly put them all in the hot sweltering dryer. I'm sorry. You were distracted by visions of slutty cowgirl outfits. I was. Well, how much money did you lose? For my entire summer wardrobe? The whole cost of $22.37. What? Oh, Poots, no wonder your clothes are falling apart. They're cheap and probably held together with glue. Well, style changes so quickly these days, especially in the summer. I just can't justify spending a fortune on summer clothes. Poodle, instead of a flimsy fast fashion haul, you should spend your money wisely on high-quality essentials that will last beyond the season. Quince is my spot for quiet luxury without paying luxury prices. And I love that when I wear something from Quince, it's always comfortable, always in style, and it never breaks my bank. You're right. I have so many cozy fall items from Quince, but I need to check out their summer styles. Well, right now, Quince is offering a range of must-have items like 100% European linen under $50, luxurious mulberry silk skirts, and, of course, Italian leather bags and 14-karat gold jewelry from $30. <gasps> they have gold jewelry? Yes, just think, Poodle. A beautiful gold bracelet would accentuate your dainty wrists. Ooh, I want them all, and unlike Coco Chanel, I will not take any of them off. Yes, you can look rich, but you don't pay for rich prices. Listen, my cashmere hoodie is perfect for cool California nights. I always wear it to the Hollywood Bowl. In fact, I went to see Gladys Knight, and I was talking to this woman named Charlotte. No, no, no. Can you just stick to the ad? Quince doesn't have time for a Hollywood Bowl story. Well, fine. I was just saying that I told her... That at Quince, all their prices are 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And because Quince creates timeless, classic styles that won't go out of fashion, you'll have them in your closet forever. And all of this is because they partner directly with top factories to cut the cost of the middleman and pass the savings on to you. Poor Charlotte. I bet she never got to sit in peace and enjoy Gladys. Or even the Pips. 
Maybe. But that cashmere hoodie would cost me $300 at a department store, but because it's from Quince, it only cost me $99. But it's not just the cost that will make you feel good about buying from Quince. They only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium eco-friendly fabrics and finishes, so I can feel good about getting high-quality items that last longer. Sissies, upgrade your closet this summer with Quince. Right now, go to quince.com slash realitygaze to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's q-u-i-n-c-e dot com slash realitygaze for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash realitygaze. Oh, Lord. Let's just get this over with. Maybe sunrise surprise? Oh, that one's pretty. No, it's got lilies. God, Jaybird lilies are for funerals. You know that. Poodle, what are you doing? By the height of your hair, I can tell you're stressed. Stress doesn't even begin to cover it, Maddie. We're about to go on tour again, so I've got to get the perfect flower arrangement picked out for Mother Poodle for her upcoming birthday. I don't know if you're aware, but she's a little choosy when it comes to flowers. I was once berated for sending a bouquet that was too pink and not enough purple. And don't even get her started on baby's breath. Cool. Whoa. Well, maybe instead of flowers this year, you could get her an original song from Songfinch. Songfinch! Yes! Our Canadian fans love the song we had written for them. And a Songfinch original song won't arrive with a bunch of half-dead flowers and weeds. Cool. Sissies, are you trying to find the perfect gift for someone special in your life but feeling overwhelmed? Finding a truly unique gift that they'll actually love can be challenging and frustrating. That's why we're so excited we discovered Songfinch. It's such an amazing, thoughtful gift, and it's easy and fun to make. That's right. Songfinch lets you create an original radio-quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. They also have unique add-ons that make the gift even more special, like a vinyl record of your song or a one-of-a-kind piece of art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. And y'all, we were absolutely blown away by our Songfinch song. They had all of our inside jokes in it, and our sissies loved it. It really summed up everything we wanted to say to our fans for helping us get to where we are today. Whether your song is for Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, wedding, or an anniversary, or even a mother poodle birthday gift, or just a gift to show your loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in one of Songfinch's top artists. Don't waste another dollar on more stuff. Get a radio-quality original song that's totally unique to your relationship. It only takes four to seven days, but the song will last forever. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free, so you and the lucky person you gift it to can listen to it anytime, anywhere. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. <laughs> All right. Okay. That was actually, okay. you sold that a way better yeah. than she did. Way better than she did. <laughs> and I don't know, but so she's in, she was doing Celebrity Survivor, so we get it. She's still popular and famous, um, and she's wearing um, a safari um, outfit. Safari. Uh, excuse um, me, you, you, missed a, you missed a very important piece of exposition, which is Alex saying, are you still building another acting school for impoverished girls? Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> And that's and what she's she said. Like, oh no, celebrity survivor. But trust me, showing Lisa Vanderpump how to use bamboo outhouse is the definition of charity. Hey, bravo, bravo, Colette. There you go. Uh, can you can you can you imagine if they so she did the, the she she said that joke and there was just silence after it, and someone goes, You wanted that again? And she's like, No, I think we got it. <laughs> I think that's how this entire movie was. <laughs> Well, yeah, they made a one of them. I think Morgan Fairchild earlier was like, "Oh, everybody says that 
Soap operas are so easy. No one respects it, but just to go do your, learn your lines and then just do it everything in one take and get no reshoots or edits. Now that's acting. I was like, well, it's just like <laughs> this movie. I was like, a way to start humble bragging about your performance <laughs> in this movie. I know. <laughs> so they bring in One Lonnie's, shot Fairchild. One shot shit. They'll yeah. bring it in her extra outfits. Then we get Linda Gray and she's talking to Blue Lagoon guy. There was, she has like on her car is like, we get it. It says no fur. Um, Vegan on board. I, yeah. I, I kind of feel like we at least knew who, she, even though it was very weak, they really worked on establishing her character a little bit more clear than the other. Because the other ones were just like, Excuse rich me, women. Lonnie Bonham. Anderson entered in a safari <laughs> uniform. <laughs> yeah. So I directly don't know what you mean. She it was, came directly was, from the Borneo safari. The it Southeast was more Asian than that. safari. It felt like like British colonial wear. <laughs> yes, yes. Like, really like they wear in India. <laughs> it was it was definitely like nineteen ten. Yeah. Like, uh, yes, she was, like, was like, an employee. At, what was that store? She that just like face off with Cthulhu or something. What was that store in the early two? I loved it, Bombay, but it was a decorating oh, the, store. Yes, the Bombay, the Bombay company. company? The Bombay yeah, company. Like she looked like an employee at that, like store. the East India Tea Company, the, or the Dutch East India Company. Yeah. She was, she was involved yeah. in the spice trade. Yes, yes. God, she. It was. Less. It was like very much on the nose. Like she's been in the jungle because she was doing Survivor, and on Survivor you wear jungle safari outfits. <laughs> I never change when you go on airplanes. <laughs> yeah. And you do. Did you also hear what Lonnie Anderson said when they like, this is her director. She's like, ooh, female director. Edgy. Progressive. <laughs> yeah, Progressive. Edgy. Does she drink pumpkin spice lattes? We love those, don't we? Girl? Love <laughs> Why does this bathroom smell like this? <laughs> Sorry, so darling. <laughs> So yes, was that I'll Mandy Patinkin like, character in here? No, I was like right Lisa Vanderpump pooping in the bamboo outhouse. <laughs> <laughs> pumpkin spice latte, darling. I'm so sorry. Pumpkin spice latte. Uh, so you're right. The Linda, Linda Gray character does have a somewhat of an identity. We understand she's like a health food person, but she's like she's like. But he then, like the husband's, like you left your credit card at Burgers and Fries or a burger place, and she's like, "Well, yeah, I it's must called have... Burgers and Fries." I'm, come it... on, guys! Like really, like, <laughs> I must have blah blah blah. I gotta look good for well, keto we con. Do... It's a yeah, very famous place in Artmore, Oklahoma. That Burgers and Fries is the most popular hamburger joint besides Hamburger Inn. So there I mean, is there, and fries there is a place well, here called go. Lobster and Beer. Yeah, yeah, there you go. There you so go. burgers and fries. Uh, so he's like, yeah, you went to a place called Burger and Fries. She goes, yeah, I'm going to KetoCon. What are you going to do? Don't kill an animal <laughs> about it, please. And so then uh, they're like, okay. So then we see that she's really been eating fast food because, you know, she says that her credit card was stolen. And so we see that she's eating fast food. But this show is such a wuss. The script is such a wuss. They don't even show her eating a burger. They just show her eating yeah. some fries. fries. I was like, oh, okay. The so it's just a calorie thing. It's not a hypocrite on the eating a burger. Come on. They just, the other it thing wasn't is in the, the budget. Is the keto thing. Keto is so meat and cheese heavy that Actually, I'm just like, yeah. why should what, those two <laughs> yeah, I'm should not? They should not intersect. Like, <laughs> I know. That, that's actually extremely. That's very observant. Keto is the most is the is the most meat heavy diet of all the diets. It is yeah. usually. Yes. You can, and it should really, be that she she falls off the keto like wagon by having the cinnamon roll from the truck. Yes. There yes. you go. Oh my god, you guys. Yes. I, I, I feel yeah. like they just can't that th this was in a room and they just kept throwing up. Yeah, they're gonna go to a, what is what's what's a good name for a food convention? Blah blah keto blah. Keto is a thing. Uh, it does vegan, feel like vegan field. Keto con. That's it. Put that in the it script. It does feel like they wrote this in a day. Yeah. I don't think they wrote it. I'm telling you. I think it's <laughs> like the guy in it the movie. It is Chat GPT. <laughs> It's so just she's the guy in the movie. Fries in the car, which which I've done. We don't, we don't need to raise our hand to ask who's done that on this show. 
many times. But but also oh like if you're God. trying oh, you to know keep when it you secret, tell you pretend you're ordering for all your kids in the back. And a seven piece chicken nugget. What do you want? I've done that. What do you want? Oh oh, she wants an extra cheeseburger, please. Yeah. Oh, you want a shake? Okay. Yeah, yeah, well, we've all felt the shame of when you order takeout and they give you like three place settings and you're like, yeah. <laughs> um, the uh, uh, but I was going, I don't remember what I was going to say. I guarantee it was not. If you're hiding, if you're hiding that you're eating fast food, why do you show up at your workplace with it like still just sitting there in the car? I mean, you got to yes. do that on the side and of the to road. And to go cut. Go th- I have, I have gone somewhere and I'm like, I have to throw this away in a in a remote dumpster before someone sees it because my car is going to smell like French fries. Yeah. yeah, you have to you have to hide fast food containers. That's Los Angeles so, for you. Donna Mills is uh, hugging the director guy, the hottie guy, and he's like, "Oh my god, thank you so much for doing this." And she's like, "Of course, I do anything for the sweet oh, wayward way son who was carried by my conniving sister and abducted by an evil cartel and held for ransom." Even more exposition, and then- <laughs> don't forget the six months I was possessed by the devil. <laughs> Come here, we're gonna take a picture. You gotta do something for your social media presence. <laughs> oh yeah, she, that's what she says. She goes, I wanna introduce you to some of my big time contacts, but you only have three followers on social media. Social so just, media. What, so that means one on Twitter, two on Instagram, I guess, because it's just the blanket social media. They can't they can't even name any platforms. They can't, no. so they can, they're allowed to name Zoom, but they can't name any social media platforms. They can't even come up with one. She did say story later, but I think that's non-trademarked. Uh, so. So I think she can kind of... uh, Do you think they know? They're like, pumpkin spice latte on the internet. Just post it there. (laughs) Just post it there. You're a girl. Just do that. Also, there's no way this director guy who looks like that would not have a full Instagram with like shirtless their straps. Oh, yeah. There's no way possible. You don't have that body if you're and, oh! and then, then don't he, show he, it off. He it's doesn't everywhere. have that many thirst traps. Not that I've looked at his Instagram. Wow. <laughs> Wow. It's true. It's like Aaron O'Connell. A lot he of didn't pic- have as much as we wanted either. He didn't. And they, I don't know what these straight guys, they just keep putting pictures of their wife and their kids. Oh, that is the worst. Oh, oh, I don't hate that. Congratulations. Hate that dogs. Great. Wow. You're not sucking a dick. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> we wow, got it. for you. Wow. Bully for you. You don't have to <laughs> suck a dick to survive. Look at you working out for health. Wow, <laughs> another guy not working out only because he can get more dick later. Wow. Because of body dysmorphia. Great. Uh, have fun. Okay, so then the ladies see start seeing each other and gathering in the living room, which is basically the rest of this movie. Is <laughs> one person being in the living room and the rest of them being like, what are you doing here? So this is the first of one of many of those scenes. That's, that is the description so, of like at least... For uh, like a third of the movie that you're this saying is, the rest of the way through. Yeah. It has less drama than a celestial seasoning commercial. Okay. <laughs> Boy, so that is the so, truth. So so uh Dana's so Margot's like, so Margot, by Margot, I mean Morgan Fairchild. I will switch yes. over to actress names. Morgan Fairchild's like, so like how like they're asking about d- uh, Donna Mills' adopted kid. She goes, how many do you have? Are you in the Angelina Jolie and Mia Farrow territory yet? Current references again. That was and... the most awkward line to say. It just was terrible. I know. No, that was that line. You know what that line was? The original line was, are you in Mia Farrow territory yet? And an executive said, I think we need to go younger. How about Angelina Jolie? And the writer was like, no, Mia Farrow is the famous one who adopted it. And they're like, how about both? And now you have that line. Which, why wouldn't you pick Madonna? Exactly. No, Angelina Jolie's fair. So, um, so then, so then uh, Donna Mills is like, "I have five adopted children, same as your husbands." And then Morgan Fairchild is like, "Shrew." The other one goes, "Slut, hag, hag. cow." And but I went, smiling. "Please, more of this. Yes. more of this." And but, stop making them smile. Make it be sincere. And then, like, oh, it's so good to see you. But it I literally, still, it's a scene from Jake and I's Cabaret Gaze. That but I <laughs> still feel like we were more convincing when we did it. And yes. I don't I don't think that these women put any idea into their character backstories <laughs> no. of how they knew each other. No. And yeah. And I and I don't think it's in the writing. So no. it feels like they're just we're just hobbling up to craft services. Yeah, yeah, we're just saying lines. 
They were just so, so then they're like, okay, I've missed you so much, bitch, hag. I hate her so much, like soap dish. And then um, Lonnie's like, we are going to have so much fun. They're like, why do you smell like elephant shit? Oh, I just haven't changed in three months <laughs> since I started years. Celebrity uh, Survivor. And then Linda Gray comes in with her pickle ass. You know, she smells like. <laughs> Fast food pickles and onions. Yes, she does. Yeah, and she's like, you're not gonna Her have fun without your long love. Oh, it's sister. like, I was like, when did Linda Gray get all this energy? I don't yeah. remember Linda Gray ever like shimmying into a room. She shimmy. Like, she she was, did shimmy. She was, she was normally just so kind of. She played the aggrieved character. Yeah, like Sue Ellen yeah. was very contained. Yeah, mm. yeah. Oh, I'm not Miss. She's a vegan. Oh. So, um, yeah. so then um, Alex calls Nell over. I guess he calls Nell or for some reason, and then they're just like talking. And Marco's like, they they see Nell, and then they all are like, "Wow, like lovely bone structure." And oh, she seems so perky. Terrible wardrobe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, okay, fair, fair. And then fair. they find out she's the director, and they're like, "Oh." Sophie, woman. how progressive. What's next? You're going to tell us it's you're like... voting for something? I mean, these young kids. Well, Nell is incredibly talented, and honestly, we are very excited to have her on this project after her short film made such a splash at the Sundance, Sundance film, festival, film Festival, sponsored by iCloud. <laughs> by iCloud. <laughs> Alex said she's amazingly talented at DOS. <laughs> uh, did you did that's you miss notice, to you <laughs> did you notice that the first thing they do when they're meeting their director for a show that they're going to be working on before anything else like oh are you to an item the first <laughs> yeah. thing they do is talk well, about like they're like they're little four-year-old girls just well the chemistry is undeniable them. it can't it can't be ignored okay <laughs> but, yeah because there's not any mention again about her film and sundance which they all would know of whatever i uh, don't know i mean some of those like, films no. at sundance I'm like, well, i don't know what the hell that is it i mean wasn't i know what sundance it was a is, short some of those films yeah. yeah well unfortunately the spitfire grill part two didn't really make a splash <laughs> in theaters <laughs> I love that first, that first, that first, I love the Spitfire <laughs> So then um, Alex is Elvin, like, okay, Elvin ladies, first. ladies, 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 schedule. We've got to go over the schedule. All right. We're going to have acting things and then we're going to do lunch. I died. And don't worry, there will be vegan options available for you, lady, who still has not cheated on veganism, but has cheated on carbs in this film. And this is definitely um, the producer writer's role to read what the schedule is going to be. Yeah, exactly. Not, not the production manager or anybody else. And then, of or course, the we're going to have our live Christmas broadcast, which has not been written at all. Yet, no. so um, possibly also, maybe I'll do that in the rest of the film, and also a Hollywood Tonight interview tomorrow night, which is confusing because it sounds like I'm saying tonight, but it's tomorrow night. Tomorrow but night. It's, it's Hollywood, Hollywood Tonight is the title. Tomorrow, tomorrow night. night is the schedule. If you can follow that, I don't know if it's, it was tried from the top. Should I do it again from the top? Can't wait. Man, Nelson, can't wait one morning. I think we're good. And then, <laughs> then we're gonna do a live broadcast with not a lot of rehearsal, and it'll <laughs> be fine. But then, uh -oh. it's gonna be great. And um, then that's when Nicolette shows up, right? Yeah, because out of nowhere, there's a staff member who is. This is the only time the staff member appears. She's like, oh, Alex, you have to come to. The, you have to come to the, the thing that's happening 15 feet away and look at this. So he goes out there, and here comes Juliet, who has changed her mind for reasons they've decided not to show us. She's just decided and to come and do this movie. She's come <laughs> as a sexy jack o' lantern cosplay. <laughs> this coat was one of the ugliest things I've ever seen. They all wore their own wardrobe. You know they did. Had it was to. not a costume. So, But no, Nicolette, this yeah. this coat was so hideous. Well, the she sexy walking in was, time. I felt so bad for her because they're like, okay, Nicolette, walk in. And she's like, <laughs> she's like <laughs> walking like she she's assuming that these people are going to be intelligent enough to give her a slow-mo. But she, she's like <laughs> yeah. jerking her way in. I thought, she oh was my walking. She's going to kill Waiting you. for the slow-mo, but it never happened. Yeah, it never right. happened. But she's yeah. walking still in slow-mo. Oh, I was just, Nicolette is going to kill don't have these it. people. They don't have an editing budget. So if you do slow motion on this film, you actually have to do it in slow motion yeah. in real time. She <laughs> didn't get that memo. So Margo's like, What is like, she doing here? I know there's a lot of that. And Margo goes, 
Fasten your facelifts, ladies. It's going to be a bumpy weekend. And, <laughs> and that's it. They a lot of times had like they they reference famous lines, but they changed it just enough that it felt like they didn't get the line right. To make it less funny. <laughs> like it felt like they, yeah, that's the goal. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, Take all like, the joy out of every gay iconic line yes, that we can like, think of. What soft through light through yonder doorway crackles. Like you're what? What? That sounds just a little off. Um, did you notice though when she comes in, Nicolette comes in, Donna Mills just literally just mugs right at the camera with her eyes oh. and her eyeshadow and her raccoon eyeshadow. <laughs> and it's not even like a quick. She just kind of stares at it for like 30 seconds. And I felt like I was being watched. It felt very you were. weird in my living room. It was a, the you most were. authentic being watched, thing. The I've eyes seen. of Donna Mills. Yeah. Ooh, that sounds like a great independent movie. It's very haunting. <laughs> it's the original Great Gatsby. The eyes, eyes of Donna Mills. I think Donna um, was like, why, why are all these people pointing their phones at me? <laughs> I see you. I just want to blink and, and tell everyone to come home with me. So Margo's like, real over the liquor cart. Christmas tea ain't gonna cut it today. Like, that's. <laughs> Like, oh, okay, this is going to be her role for the rest of the movie is making sassy little remarks on the side. Which I was not actually totally opposed to. Yeah, Yeah. she got really good at this. It seems like they shot this all in order, too, right? Because (laughs) as the show goes on, they all get more personalities suddenly. And I think they're just, like, finally comfortable, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So Alex is like, oh, no, Donna Mills, don't be angry. I had no idea she was coming. And she goes, then what the hell is she doing here? And Juliet says, she had a change of heart for reasons that don't need to be explained. Just accept (laughs) that I'm here. (laughs) And we never really know what those are. Never. And And Donna, who, by the way, Nicolette has literally never done anything to Donna Mills, okay? And we find that out later. And Donna Mills isn't even pretending that she did anything wrong. So Nicolette's like, well, she had a change of heart. And Donna goes, well, that's funny. I didn't think she had one. Like, Uh, (laughs) like, why are you, why do you hate her? You are not a victim here. Remember, she tried to call on Y2K and, and Nicolette (laughs) Shardy. She didn't call her back. That's why she hates her. That's an actual plot. That's it. it. And in fact, she even says, honey, I wanted to get into this 20 years ago, but you wouldn't speak to me. Remember? It's literally a thing that she referenced. Why 2K card? But like in all of the things in this fight, in their fight, what we end up finding out later, like what's worse? Banging somebody's husband or not calling somebody back one single time? That. Apparently that. I know. Uh, so Mar- then Morgan Fairchild's like, well, why would I be worried about missing the holidays when we have Boxing Day right here? I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Another funny line, but kind of funny adjacent. And it's also, not, really- it's not a holiday we celebrate in the I know, Boxing Day jokes. Airing. So <laughs> no one watching this on Lifetime knows what the fuck that is. Oh man, I would. I love all seeing all you guys more than I love celebrating Guy Fox Day <laughs> with a good with a good plate of poutine. <laughs> so Linda's like, "Well, I can lead everybody on a gratitude walk." I'm a hippie. I'm a hippie. <laughs> so uh, Alex is like, "Ladies, Julia being here is a surprise, but the viewers, uh, I don't know, who cares." So um, Nicolette's like, I'm here for the fans. And Donna's like, oh, really? It's nothing to do with the money you're going to make from your product placement here on this television. Oh, my God. So now we're business shaming Nicolette? The woman just got here. Let her sell some shoes. Yeah, she just got, got off of Zoom. She, she just yeah. got money for her gay son who was addicted to meth and is now sober. <laughs> it, it does seem like she's the only one who's doing well, and they all hate it. Like, yeah. That would, yeah, like, that would have been a great subtext add to this movie, but also maybe don't add it and just have people talking in a, in a yeah, room that, all for two hours. So Dana, so Donna's like, uh, she's like, Alex, I really hate to hit you with this, but if she's doing the show, I'm not. And then of course, Nicolette's like, well, I'm doing it. So then it's like, oh no, it's going to be, it's going to be gone. And so so Donna Mills. What if she's turns. leaving? I'm quitting. Well, if she's leaving, I'm Me quitting too. too. I'm leaving too. Did I smell cinnamon buns? Hey, <laughs> why is there a why is there a puddle on the floor that smells like pumpkin spice latte? I'll be upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> By the way, it was everyone I, like, a bitch. I was like, why are we 20 minutes in and having a climactic act, third act break right now? We're all quitting over nothing. We're all <laughs> quitting feel over like a third act Nicolette break. Sheridan being here, who we all really like. <laughs> Who's yeah. never done anything to anyone. Gave them gifts, gave them free shoes, because God knows they need those. You know that Morgan Fairchild's character was, you know, you know, going to sell She's those on broke, eBay yeah. after this. She, and uh, I did. And then there's this very odd. This was Lonnie Anderson was very excited about her monologue that was supposed to be all about me. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Shrink the Box is back for a brand new season. This is the podcast where we put our favorite fictional TV characters into therapy. Join me, Ben Bailey-Smith, and our brand new psychotherapist, Namone Metaxas. Hi, Ben. Yes, this season we're going to be putting the likes of Tommy from Peaky Blinders, Cersei from Game of Thrones on the couch to learn why their behavior creates so much drama. So make sure you press the follow button to get new episodes as soon as they land on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts. Shrink the Box is a Sony Music Entertainment original podcast. She really just, it's sad that she couldn't rise up to this dialogue. <laughs> About like, not being able to get, she's the only one who hasn't won an award. She's all one, she wants all the parts, and she wants all this. And it, it felt, that's what's weird too. Like, you didn't know, like, was this written, or did they just improv real life situations for this movie and yeah. make it Christmassy? Yeah, so, it's too bad because um, Lonnie Anderson really is due for some Emmys. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, more, really they all great. basically quit, and they we Nell and Alex are like, "What do we do now? We were in college together, and we just hear door slam after door." Oh my slam god! Oh yeah, slam. that was so weird. And that that hot Travis guy, he kind of just kind of like looked like when Jake and I are doing the podcast, and Jake, if Jake hears a noise, he's like, he can't focus I'm like, on anything. I'd start to stare at what, what's so, there like, when his neighbor is moving above him, and it just or she's doing somersaults or it's just so front, I just front rolls. Where is this, Lindsay Lohan doing a prat fall down a ski lift when you need it? I know it, it really yeah. makes me appreciate that because then yeah, because Lonnie Anderson is like, how about okay, Alex? I'm the last one here standing because everyone else has decided to quit the show for no reason. How about if you rewrite the script and give my character multiple personality disorder and I play all the parts? <laughs> and he's like, no, even I have standards. She goes, well, it was worth a shot. Lily out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's like, so I don't get to play all the parts, so I'm out of here. So then she quits. But isn't she the only one who's still famous? I'm so confused. Why she's is she asking for more roles? She's just all she's still Morgan Fairchild is famous. She, yeah. her, and Morgan are famous. Nicolette's not as famous as much as she's now on QVC, an entrepreneur. Yeah. yeah, right. Morgan Fairchild is halfway to an EGOT. According to this movie, and, so, and Donna yeah. Mills, and Donna Mills has a huge social media presence and a humanitarian. Um, you know, yeah, Donna Mills is OnlyFans is she's, going nuts. So then we she's go won a to, UNICEF award. No, so who was the hottie director guy trying to call that he couldn't get anybody on? On the phone, um, I think like, actually his real life agent, his real life oh. agent, is like get me out of this movie. <laughs> yeah, like keep it rolling, keep it Please. rolling. I, I did something wrong. <laughs> we can use this. <laughs> like, what do you mean? There's no one in the office until January. <laughs> so 
the thing is they have a photo shoot today, guys. And this is like, this is that way they can do their big marketing push for the show that's on tomorrow. So, um, so then we get to, um, Lauren, she's on the phone. Sorry, I have Linda to go by Gray. the character names because I wrote them all down in character Lonnie, names. I can't Lonnie, this yes, Lonnie is but this, Lin- this was no, no Lauren no, is Linda. This is Linda. Oh, Lauren Linda is Linda. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry. Did you, so she's on the like, phone. Do you mind what? how Linda Gray holds her phone? It was this like she was putting her hand up, and it was this this really like serpentine Michelangelo. She's just holding up on like ah. I didn't, I didn't <laughs> it was know. so interesting. And there's also an ayahuasca what? Michelle Lee joke. Uh, yeah, I, really, I mean, I just in case enjoyed. you forgot, she's a hippie, okay? She's like, I'm just yeah. so disappointed in everything. I thought that we were going to have all this camaraderie. Like, I was, it was going to be camaraderie, like the ayahuasca treat with Michelle Lee. And he's like, are you doing your deep breathing, your tapping, your chakras, your veganism, your keto con, <laughs> your, your tree hugging? I, I was and here for the Michelle Lee like, reference. I don't know who Michelle Lee is. Michelle actually, Lee no. um, was I. Um, I know Michelle Lee from. I think she was on. Oh, I'm gonna fucking die that I don't know this. I think she was. She was in sitcoms, but her big thing was in a musical called Sideshow, um, oh. and she was the star. I yeah. will never leave you. Not, I'm saying I said Sideshow. I meant Seesaw, but oh yes, that God, is. I didn't see that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I confuse Sideshow with Seashaw. I, I didn't and, think Michelle Lee was famous from Sideshow. I just I think realized, that's a little... do, you, do you sing to Bueller a lot? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <Did> you <laughs> just look at me like Shut the Rock's dog. Yeah. Um, so either way, but by the way, this phone call is happening while um, Lauren slash Linda is um, charging her her electric car, and she's like, because she's complaining to Christopher Atkins, and he's like, "Well, come home," and she's like, "Well, I want to, but I need ten more minutes until my electric car is charged up because I believe in the environment and veganism and keto, and I have a keto powered car right now." <laughs> I, and guess what, y'all? This storyline never really pays off. It's, well, uh, not, it, well, not only that, but then, by the way, and this is what this is what Christopher Atkins says. He goes, "Well, why don't you just like chill out? They must have a steam room or something." So then she goes and steams on the set. <laughs> but but then she can eavesdrop <laughs> from what they're they're hearing. Could you imagine? I quit, but first, uh, do you mind if I use the There's steam room? There's also on no this? steam in the steam room. <laughs> That's I've true. I've been in a steam room, and A, it's very its hard to see. We've seen it's the opening of Sisters. Yes, yes, Matt, we know you've been in a steam room. We know have, you've been in a steam no, room. I am not a steam room. Guy. I want steam rooms to be like, I want a steam room to be like the one in Sisters. You've got a punch like card. Because <laughs> every, I don't like doing things in, uh, like in steam rooms, but every time, I remember I went to a spa because I was having a really bad sinus migraine, and I wanted the steam to open up my sinuses, and I just am hearing, and I'm like, That's I got a thing go. that happens. This it turns out me. you're at the Tomcat Theater. I, yeah, I don't oh, like steam room sex. I'm not into it. It's too hot. <laughs> I find steam rooms to be very difficult. I like, like I just, I, I don't like them. But it's like, I, I, the moment I step into a steam room, I literally feel like I'm gonna die. I'm like, yeah, I can't suffocate. breathe. Yes, I feel like, like I'm gonna get like some kind terrible. of. I feel like I'm gonna get some kind of bacteria. I feel like that way all the time. <laughs> the shit all you queens do, and you're worried about one of the. A I know. Room. I mean, good lord. I know. Jake is disgusting, but he won't tip strippers because he's worried about MRSA. I'm worried about getting MRSA on my hands because so many, people touch, so many people touch. So many people touch MRSA is like a, a like a flesh eating bacteria, and yeah. you get it's what people get in hospitals a lot of times, and it kills them. But like, oh my god, so poor people, strippers! Because so many people are touching them. So many people are touching them, and you can well, get also their... dollars, right? But stripper, exactly, and strippers' bodies can have more. Like, think about an escalator rail. You would never touch an escalator rail. I touch <laughs> them I all the time. I, I always <laughs> wash my hands after I touch a go-go I do. boy. I always, me too. Like, I'm like, ooh, here's I would, a dollar. I'm like, no, excuse me, I'm going go to the bathroom. And wash I, my hands I would, I would have sanitizer, and it's not that I think they're dirty. It's the fact that everyone's touched them. Yeah, so, they yeah. should have Mickey's. Yeah. He knows how I am with strippers. So Matt's like, yeah. "Come to Mama." <laughs> oh, <laughs> so I'm always um, like, "So you know, what are your hobbies?" Like, <laughs> you seriously? Talk. Can you just? He really wants to money? direct. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, so what else do you do? You know, because that's what you ask people in LA. So what else do you do? Like when you're waiting yeah. tables. Yeah. One time, I dated a guy. Believe it or not. 
And um, when we first, we were in the car together and I was like, so what do you do? He's like, real estate. And I was like, oh, really? So what are you in LA for? He's like, real estate. And I was like, oh, well, I just mean, wow. you know, like when, you know, normally I'm, I'm used to people doing a survival job. Yeah. That's what yeah. I meant. But he got so mad. He's like, isn't wow. that enough? Isn't oh. that enough? Like, isn't he really let me have it. You? Then we went out again. Um, it was great. <laughs> I, I really know how to pick them. Uh, he paid though, because he did have a real job. Okay, so okay, now Morgan is on the phone with her agent, who is Alec Mappa, still in the same long take that he started with. <laughs> jingle, <laughs> yeah, jingle, seriously. jingle. She's like, I need to go home. Book me on a first class, first row, first seat, first, first, first. And Alec Mappa's like, Ugh. And the idea that the agent would do this and not an assistant. <laughs> Well, and also right. the idea that an agent would use their miles to bump you up, that would never That's happen. That's never going to happen. Never going to happen. No. Yeah. He's like, um, I can put you in coach on a red eye and you can wear a big red hat and sunglasses and no one will ever recognize you. Or you could just not wear the hat and sunglasses and no one will ever recognize you either. Yeah. So the main mm -hmm. reason she can't leave is because they can't get a good enough flight for her. <laughs> so that's why she's stuck. She can't go even to a hotel. She's that yes. poor right now. Yeah. Um, and then we so, find out that her husband, her latest husband, not only died. Did he die? Didn't she say yes, like yes, he, died. he died? Okay, so he died. But before he died, he stole all of her money. Mm. Yeah. So she, that's her secret. Broke. Uh, so and then she's like, well. He's he's like, look, yeah, I could I could spend those I could spend my miles to give you an exit row seat. And she's like <laughs> she's like, you know, this is why I've stayed with you all these years. And the fact that you're the only one who works pro bono. And he goes, Wait, who's working pro bono? And it just cuts away. And cuts I was away. like As the twink dances by the pinball machine, whatever. Ten percent is ten percent of nothing is nothing. The director of this just drove up in a cinnamon bun truck. <laughs> Alec. Uh, how much coke you're going to be doing so, off that twink ass tonight? All right. Who is this woman? So Lonnie Anderson calls her friend, but who is Patrika Darbo? She was on oh, Days yeah. of Our Lives. Patrika yeah, Darbo she's was a soap star, right? Yeah, Patrika Darbo was is um, what's her name? Chloe's a, mother um, oh. from Days of Our Lives. Uh, oh was, yes, my this, God! That's Patrika Darbo, Ronnie. That's who that was. Patrika Darbo. She's done a lot and of character acting stuff. It's unclear is she an actress in this or is she a coach or something? But she I has think this she's one a director scene or That's a director. What I got. She yeah. is somehow she is in the Gay and Lesbian Center because I actually recognize. Ah, that's where I saw your cabaret gay that year. Yeah, she is in the Gay and Lesbian Center because it's probably near her house, and they told her to get to something that looks like a theater. Oh, so that's my, where and they she... let them probably use that location for free. Probably, yeah. yes. They're like, we're filming something with Lonnie Anderson. They're and like, Patrika Jarbo is here. And some, <laughs> some queen goes, ah! Like, Here are the keys. Here are the keys. Uh, um, so, wow. so Lonnie has called Patrika. Um, and Patrika's like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm about to go to dress rehearsal. And she's like, Well, let me tell you something, because this involves my backstory. Five divas, one mansion, you do the math. Haha, ha, don't do the math. I thought this was going to be my shot and finally proved to the world in this one hour live streaming soap <laughs> opera finale that I can really act. And well, I you're not helping an, in this scene. <laughs> I took Jesus. an under five secretary role and then I went that into replacing Dana before and after the vampire bite. And what do I have to show for it? An arc on For the People. So wait, again, what, and they're more like, convincing What's that? than she, she delivered. Goes, oh, Shonda Rhimes is only flop. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, was funny. you're not in a position show to be shading Shonda Rhimes right now. No, okay? <laughs> Shonda Rhimes would be offended, but you know that she is not going to bother with this. No, um, but down. now, what's the plot line from the soap opera? Donna got a vampire bite. There's and a lot so of vampire Lonnie stuff. I was confused. Thank you. Lonnie came in to replace her while she was a vampire, but then became so popular that she became a regular i'm so confused so did becoming a vampire mean that Don donna's character becoming a vampire meant she couldn't film the show what am i missing oh are they are, i guess are they referencing no. dark shadows i did watch dark, also, dark shadows. don't forget yes. oh. no, no, no. But don't forget that 
uh, it's not very clear here, but Donna left the soap opera out of nowhere, right. which is made what Juliet I'm what so happened? mad. Nicolette. Okay, so Lonnie is Lonnie was the new Donna. Must have been. Must to have replace taken her. over Donna's yeah. role. Oh. But then, then when Donna came. But they're came... still sisters. Yes. <laughs> oh, she yeah. was like the evil twin sister that came uh, back. Oh my God, I okay. love a soap opera. Because they also referenced Days of Our Lives later with the exorcism storyline. Yes. Right, which I thought was really funny. Okay, uh, now anyway, Dark Shadows, now that I remember Dark Shadows, all the vampire stuff makes sense now. I, I wasn't allowed show. to watch that. It was too satanic. I'm, oh. I'm very Christian family. So I watched that in high school. I loved the girl. It was that was when your parents were going through divorce, so they weren't really, really. Uh, no, yeah, that's when my dad was with another woman, and my, my aunt. <laughs> I mean, yeah, my I aunt prefer passions, passions from oh, a supernatural soaps, so which had the hottest guys. Ever. That had oh, the hottest goodness. guys, and so there were hot. a lot. And they were reliably shirtless all the time. That's the only reason why I tuned into to soap operas, by the way, as a kid. Lynn, I remember all the extra stuff, but I didn't. I never actually followed soap operas. I would just nope. sit there. Yeah. We had a TV where to change the channels, there were like buttons on top of the TV, and you'd press the buttons, and I would just go back like two, four, seven, seven, four, two, <laughs> waiting for like shirtless guys sure. to show yep. up. I used to do that too. I used to do that too. Remember Michael Damien? He was on. Uh, um, what yeah. was he? That he was, he was so hot. Um, I saw him uh, in. And Joseph, the amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat <laughs> on Broadway. Okay. Didn't and he, he have the song? song "Hey rock. Kids, Rock and Roll"? Hey Kids, kids rock, rock and Roll, and roll. Rock, rock On. It was a cover. Oh. Yes. Wow. It was a cover. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. <laughs> it was a cover. It wasn't original. So, so. <laughs> guess what else had a cover? My boner. During that. <laughs> so uh, Lonnie is like, oh my god. So she's talking to her actress friend, and she's like, oh my god, like everybody's quitting, and. This lady's like, listen, I'm actually working as a director or something. I don't really know. I'm in a gay and lesbian <laughs> center right now, but there are See, lots of this homosexuals. This is definitely a theater. <laughs> please. I'm going I'm to in Maggie's front of a cat's poster. So please, <laughs> like, make some effort. So, like, Shirley so Ralph's cabaret show behind me. Lonnie is like, but why am I the only woman in our group that hasn't been recognized by the Academy? <laughs> so, <laughs> this, and you know, this, this is when I just I screamed, why are we doing this? <laughs> and you know, Patrika Darbo's character is like, what the fuck, bitch? You have 15 nominations more than anyone else. Shut the fuck up. I'm sitting here working at the Gay and Lesbian Center. Oh putting on our well, I guess, so I yeah. guess she's supposed to be Susan Lucci then. <laughs> I guess, I'm here. Yeah. I'm here directing Bruce Belanche in Love Letters. <laughs> <laughs> they actually did make legends. that Love Letters they reference. They made, they made a Love Letters, made a love was, letters reference with Rodney Dangerfield. That made me laugh out loud when they said that. Lonnie Anderson starring in Love Letters with Rodney Dangerfield. And they were all such assholes, too. They were like, oh, poor thing. You poor, <laughs> poor thing. And you would think that they would make Lonnie, like her character, be the one that's like constantly trying to push everyone else out of the scene and chew up all the scenery. Because Julie says here, she's like, look, an acting career is not a competition. It's not about winning awards or hair or, or makeup or a wardrobe. It's about doing the work. And you have crushed that nonstop for years. So implying that like she's very insecure and competitive. And that would have been so funny if her character was just like pushing everyone out of the scene all the time. Not yes, so. Everyone's don't. too kind. Everyone's too, too nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, guess what? Guess who's not too nice? Me, because I'm ending this fucking podcast. <laughs> I've had it with you queens. Everybody, thank you so much for being with us for part three of this we're, Christmas we're crossover. At least one third of the way through. <laughs> Are we? We're yeah, gonna make it to I New know. Year's. We no, will be here until 2025. We're gonna do like ten episodes, and then the last episode, we basically cover the last. 30 hour, minutes hour of the movie. Movie. Hour always the movie like, we're tired like now. <laughs> we're exhausted. Well, because now, because I've got to pee after this, and when I come back, I probably will have a vodka cranberry. So then I'll just start drinking. Yeah, okay, girl. All right, everybody. Thanks so much. We will be back tomorrow with part four. Also, if you want to watch this on video, go to Reality Gaze's Patreon or watch what happens Patreon watch because that's where the videos are. And we will talk to you all next time. We love you guys. Bye.